All right, we are live, so here we go. Mics are off, aren't they? Oh, we're back. Oh, here we're back on. That was a technical glitch. Guys. Hey, Master Blaster, turn my mic on. <laughs> uh, All right, we'll start off the show like we do every time. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Perfect. That's confusing. Could you explain that to me? What does the comma mean? And... <laughs> hey, thank you, Travis. We got fans out there. <laughs> yeah, we do. Hey, just right right away off the top here, I'll thank Trav. He's got uh, he's got one of the guns in the seven hundred one stickers on his red uh, little ah. Honda Doom buggy out there. And his buddy he was showing me some pictures of dragsters or something. There's some pimped out cars that look cool. awesome. He's gonna get it on there. So. And I'm gonna send some more out to him. But we're, so we're gonna be well, well uh, represented in, in Washington. And, and speaking out, out in Washington, that's even better yet. Yeah, speaking yeah. of them stickers, guys, we, we're gonna have some of the new logo ones made too, uh, right there locally in Bismarck. And we got our website up. 
So I guess if you guys want to send them to myself, you know, pictures, what you're putting them on to myself or to Jamie, I think we'll try to get them up on the uh, website just to brag mm-hmm. a little bit of you guys doing mm-hmm. it. So that just, yeah, that'll be great. We appreciate it. And on top of that, um, another buddy of mine, Blaine Stumiller, he sent me a picture on his pickup there. He's got on the back window looking sweet on there too. So All right. And I'm going to start off right away. We picked up, up our first sponsor, guys. I'm, I'm going to throw this in a couple yep. times. Right on. Hey, right there. You want to you want to take that, uh, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, you bet. So we're we're happy to have Lauer Auto Repair as our as our first sponsor to the show. Hopefully, it's a long and fruitful partnership here. Um, you know, Lauer Auto Repair. If you take your vehicle down there, to, it's a Pro Second Amendment shop. You know, your money's going to, to some patriots down there and Pro Second Amendment guys. They're hunters. They're gun owners. Um, they're going to treat you right. Um, hunting season's right around the corner here, guys. Maybe if you got a little something going on with the hunting truck, you want to take it in there, have Doug and the boys look at it. They'll get you running right because, you know, you get stuck somewhere without cell service. That can happen when you're hunting, and you're going to wish you went to Lower Auto and got that baby tuned up for hunting season. Mm-hmm. You know, get it going right. Get that 30-point buck, you know. you Get that Absolutely. truck going right. We appreciate and, uh, Lower Auto, and they're, they're a great sponsor. We love them. All right. Yeah, thanks a lot, Thank you, Doug. You guys did. We had a lot, yeah. of, a lot of fun last weekend. So. Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, we're saying Doug. We were saying Doug. I mean, if you watch some of the videos, it's Axel's a guy. <laughs> Axel, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So we appreciate that. He's awesome. So the rest of the guys yep. down there, get your get your vehicle into Lower Auto Repair if you got something <laughs> going on with it. So, all right, Clay. Um, so on on Sunday. Uh, I took a right little. Oh, we're gonna go into the antelope here. Oh, okay. I thought that's what we were doing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. Go I, ahead. I said Go something on the, on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yesterday I made that little short video, but I'll just go over this real quick. Yeah. Sunday I did a little video. We've had some beavers move back in out on the farm, and, and uh, I come in from bow hunting, and my dad had I thought it was a big one, but he said it was the smallest one he shot laying on the bridge, pretty much letting me know, hey, I got another beaver. So then we drove back over there to look at it, and I said, hey, Dad, you know, why don't you just pick that thing up, and we'll say something, you throw it in the creek, throw it back in the creek, you know? So I did, and then just for the hell of it, I figured I'd going to put it on YouTube for a short. Well, how many, what was the last, what was the last count there we had, Clay, for, uh, for views on that? Six, I believe it was 686. I think I, well, I got an old... Yeah. So any, anyway, I, oh, I said, here. okay, this was at 681, but I think we're at 686. Okay. okay. <laughs> that was a huge boost. It was crazy. That thing, <laughs> I thought it was a typo the next morning I got up, but so I said, everybody, I'd see what the origins of it was. That, that was basically the origins of us doing it. I mean, we got, you know, we live in North Dakota. There's not a lot of trees and we plant them and, and, and try and keep the trees safe. And when beavers move in and start eating them down again, guess what we do? Mow them down. You know, usually my dad does. He, he's, he's cleaned out a lot of them with the old 6.5 Creed. And, uh, you know, um, some of the comments which we turned off were, oh, the guy, he threw it back in the water. Like, we're really going to give a beaver a burial? What do you think happens to a beaver when it dies? That's where they die in the water. It went back in there. So, <laughs> you know, we're going we're gonna to have a lot of videos coming up this weekend. So, yeah, you, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, there we go. All right, put them babies back up there. Let's get into that a little bit. Put them up there. All right, there they are. Ooh, Ooh, there's a couple like small that. young ones, and that's okay. the lead-in for our uh, for our segment here. Yep. So the reason we got that up there, if you don't know, antelope rifle season opens. This yeah, there right you go. They are. Yeah, awesome. Okay. Hey, <laughs> Clay's on the ball with this stuff. I love it. Pronghorn boy. I just skipped that. Let's go right to the gun. I mean, this is guns in the seven. I want bows in the seven. Even though I do bow hunt. <laughs> So that opens Friday, 
Friday at noon and then closes 1023. It's a short season. It ain't like deer season. Um, so my buddy Travis and I, not not to get Travis on here, but Travis, Tra- Travis George, my other buddy, we're heading up. My, my dad's got a gratis tag. Um, I'm pretty sure his Browning 6.5 Creed's all dialed in. It's good enough to thump them beavers about 100 yards down the creek in the head. So Perfect. he said creek. Some people are riding them about. I think my dad is actually part of the reason that went so big, too. He <laughs> Probably. And he's got that big beard. But, yeah, so last week I was up there. We were driving around, and we did see um, – we did see, out in my opinion, three shooter bucks that were that were on his property. So, I mean, cool. and there's some other people up there, obviously, that have some tags too. But, but uh, I think he's got a pretty good chance of shooting a nice buck. And I'm gonna have the camera up there, either mine or Clayton's, and I'm hoping to, we can get we can kind of document the whole thing and make a good video about that. So, one thing I will add that uh, I don't think all the units are open, so I'm gonna put this up here. This there's is the one North that's Dakota not. unit. These are the units that they have open right now. Um, I'm in 6A down here in 9C. So uh, that's that's the units right now that are open in North Dakota. And I don't think there's a lot of over in here. I don't know if you can see a little hand on here, but I don't think there's a lot of uh, antelope in some of these units. I know 6A, they shouldn't have probably even opened up the way it looked this year, but really? they did. Yeah. Well, I, can, I mean, we got antelope, but nothing like I saw last year. I, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't. I, like our unit nine seater, it hasn't been open in boy since two thousand eight or something. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, the antelope look the same this year as they had before to me. But I guess I don't fly around in an airplane like like game of fish <laughs> like does. they do. Yeah, yeah. Count like Kamala, but you know it's open now, and my dad's got a gratis take, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun, and I'm yep. I'm really hoping. Me and my boys, we uh, each of us got one, so we got three speed goats that we can go get. Um, awesome. Uh, awesome. I can tell you this, guys. I love antelope. And uh, hey, Vance from Georgia, and Vance <laughs> used to live up here. We used to go out and do a lot of hunting together, and I love like I said, I love hunting antelope. But I can tell you right now, if I don't get one, it's okay. Uh, both my boys, that's what I want to see them get. Uh, is I, I, I'm going to try to do some recording and film them as they're hunting. I mean, that's I get more of a joy out of that today than I even do myself. So uh, that that's kind of yeah. where I'm at on that. Yeah. I, we got three deer tags too, but uh, and I got to remember, just guys, anybody that's out there that's hunting this this uh, next weekend, please shut the gates. It's really dry out there. Don't drive yeah. through those really, you know, we had a lot of moisture and, and there are areas with a lot of grass, especially that didn't get grazed. Please be extra careful out there because right now it don't take much to start a fire. And like I said, please talk to the landowners, get their permission, whether it's posted or not, you'll just find that it'll open a lot more doors than it will close. So just uh, have fun and be safe and respect the land and you'll get, yeah. you'll, you'll do great. I mean, even if you got a fire extinguisher, bring that along. You never know if one starts. You can put that sucker out right away. I mean, it sounds kind of ridiculous to some people, but I mean, that works. I mean, you know, I think Doug put on her axle, put on their uh, hunting season two enough. Yeah, that's right. Trav, he's insinuating that he's ready to bail already. Come on, man. What time is it out in Washington? <laughs> 6, 10 p.m. This guy's ready to go down. <laughs> I like this comment. I'm a recovering pronghorn hunter. <laughs> <laughs> that's jason oh. by the way hey guys that's the guy that uh he he had us let let us come and hunt on his private land on his prairie dog town so again thanks jason uh we had a lot of fun we didn't get the dogs we wanted it was tough hunting but again thanks a lot uh for for having us on there that was great yeah appreciate you jason i never met you but someday i'm looking forward to meeting you i really appreciate you letting us on there it was a good time and 
Next time before we come, can you go take care of some snakes, man? I mean, oh, a rattle. <laughs> <laughs> Two rattlesnakes we killed, and that other one, I'll, I should have probably yeah, had a he's there somewhere. Drawers, and I think I know how to so, jump higher than most, you know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Clay had a vertical, man. White man can jump, I guess. And <laughs> <laughs> that baby buzzed. I, I was moving out fast. Yeah, he said he was a wrestler. He looked like a freaking shooting guard going to the basket there. What uh, so what kind of what kind of rifles are you and the boys using down there, Clay and Ammo? Anyway, uh, we're gonna be using two forty threes for the boys. Um, uh, basically, I reload all that stuff for them. I'll be honest; I don't even remember what green bullet I'm using in there. I think it's about a, I want to say it's hundred and thirty, but I can't remember. Soft it's been point so or long. something ballistic tip? Yeah, just a soft with? point. Uh, just real simple. It makes a nice straight hole through there. And uh, mm-hmm. both of them are pretty handy with their rifles. I'm pretty proud of them boys. And of course, you've seen you've seen the videos. Uh, you know that the youngest he he can handle a pistol. He handles a rifle just as good. Mm-hmm. Um, good. And what are you using? I'm gonna grab my trusty 270. Uh, I've been shooting it. that Can't gun forever. And in fact, Jason. Speaking of Jason, he was with me when I bought that gun. That tells you how long we've known each other. Because. I bought that gun when I turned, what, 18, 19 years old. <laughs> what is it, a Ruger, you said? I can't remember what you nope, said. No, mine's a Winchester Model 70. Uh, it has the clock extraction. It was the first year that they brought back the, that pre-64 clock extraction back into the Winchester Model 70s. So I bought one of those, mm-hmm. and I put, a, a at that time, a Leupold Very X2, which was a very top-of-the-line scope back then. I paid more for the scope than I did for the gun, and that's been my go-to gun. I love that gun. I do shoot 130 grainer through that. Oh, yeah. Um, that seems to be the best for, for 270s, yep. I thought, you know. And I and told you a couple I, weeks ago. Oh, sorry, go on. Oh, no, that's okay. I said, and, I, and I'm using the big game powder from Ramshot. That's, oh, yeah. That's, you bet. That is my, that's my round. I can tell you that. I use that. I used to use that for reloading my Creed, but, but yeah. And a couple weeks ago, I, I think we talked about it on the show, a guy I work with I took. Oh, that was an, actually the last time we filled in on. 1270. I took my buddies up. He's got a savage, and he usually shot 130s, but he had some 150s, and I shot them both. And I told him, I'm like, eh, you better shoot them 150s. They were they <laughs> shot real good out of that thing. My my dad was the one shooting that, but yeah, I mean, at 400, that thing was just shooting baseballs with it when you shoot three groups. So I think <laughs> I think Scotty Moss going to be pretty good if that big white tail hops up on him. But awesome. yeah, my dad, like I said, he's uh. I'm like everything. I mean, everything he shoots now, unless we shoot targets, he brings his 22 Magnum out or 22. He, he's always shooting his Creed. Now he bought that years ago. And I think he uses, uh, he switched over like three years ago to the all copper. So I think he uses like a Barnes. Oh, yeah. I mean, not, what's the other one that makes all copper? Not Barnes. Um, I'm not even sure. I don't shoot. Whatever all they are. Yeah. Oh. He uses the one, he got some one forties there in Dickinson at runnings or something. Now that's what he reloads. And he's, he loves those things. So, great i'm sure no i'm looking forward to it like i said i want to get out there um mm-hmm. seeing a few deer around but uh you know we have another season coming up don't we what yeah how about what, that? what could uh, that be shoulders oh yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah we've got pheasant season coming up don't we yeah yeah and uh i would say at our place probably the best i've seen the pheasants in boy four or five years probably they they look great um i don't know how long that's gonna last because word gets out you know that the pheasant hunting is good 
I mean, for the first week or two, it's it should be good. And then there's a lot, there's a big sunflower field north of us, and there's a lot of corn standing there too. But and then and of course there's a lot of cover that I think's really helped out. So. <laughs> that's why i was laughing if you i seen you grin and i had to look over at the comments so. <laughs> thanks a lot travis thanks a lot yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing i know what you really mean there uh, so you know, yeah um, pheasant what do you got are you got you got something planned on there for pheasant opener or not or? i don't you know it's been many years since i've had pheasants here um well speaking of advance advance he's i'm coming for him thing is we don't have a lot of pheasants left here uh, just too many years of drought. And then when we do like last year, things were looking pretty good. And then we got hit mm -hmm. with that blizzard in April. Yeah. Agreed. And I can tell you right now, it just, it took out so many pheasants. That was a tough mm -hmm. blizzard. And, and, mm -hmm. uh, so I guess start over. I know we get a little moisture on that. You know, I was telling you about them two quarters I got to the West and that's my, yep. my honey hole. Yeah. Uh, I got a piece there that I'm, well, I'm actually getting ready to go disc that up probably next week and get it nice and smooth and ready to roll so that we can put trees and food plots in there. And we're going to make a little haven for them. Um, I didn't cut that whole crick. Contrary to popular belief by so many that uh, us guys who like to farm and ranch, we also like to hunt and fish. And yeah, uh, we're probably the best conservationists on earth. And I didn't even cut that draw because I wanted it for them birds. And I'm really hoping to, to have enough cover there for not just the birds, but the deer and everything, and just kind of make it even a, a better hunting area so that's the plan mm -hmm. yeah kevin says fox and coyotes ate all their pheasants uh up at our place what did take a big like clay said i know my dad said he found a lot of dead hens after that and yeah. which does hurt you know but uh yeah i mean there's hawks and owls and, and i wish i wish we could just have like a i'd even buy tags if we could just shoot some hawks or some owls i mean <laughs> i know oh they're but horrible. what about all the with the mice the mice they eat all the mice well guess so there's more mice out of our place than i've ever seen and there's more hawks and owls so that little theory is i'm sure they do eat some but give me a break i'll stick with the poison blocks for them how's that grab you there you go you're <laughs> right yeah jason i remember that year you and i oh my goodness what, what a year of pheasants uh, it was fantastic and you know, part of it, yes, there's not near the cover out there. A lot of that CRP went out. Uh, I'm not a big proponent of CRP because I don't think the government should be paying you to do anything on your land and you should stay out of our business. But let's just face it, there was a lot of CRP acres, which led mm -hmm. then to just tons and tons of pheasants in the area. So it was great hunting. I mean, it, it did. It had yeah. a fantastic uh, uh, effect on that. But and then you got the – I tell you what's the hardest thing other than, than weather on pheasants or even game birds in general. Domestic cats, guys. Yeah, I've heard uh, that, actually. Game, both game and fish here in North Dakota and South Dakota did a, a study on it, actually a, a decent one, and it showed that there was a huge impact just from domestic cats that, you know, come from farmsteads. And I, I see the ones on our place. You see them out mm -hmm. there in the middle of the field, and, you know, I'd love to just shoot them, but I don't dare. <laughs> I'll get in trouble, you know, here. I got other people here. <laughs> yeah. I know what they're yeah. out there doing. They're not hunting mice. They're probably going yeah. after them little birds. Yeah. They're not. It's it's easier for sure. It's easier. Then you don't have coyotes. Jamie. There's no birds here at all. Yeah. We got plenty of coyotes. Trust me. There's plenty of coyotes out coyotes. there too. I, I hear yeah. them when I wake when I wake up in the morning early to go to go bow hunting. When I go real hunting, you know, I get up you know, and do that. Uh, and man, they're howling in, in the evenings, but. You know, yep. everybody out there who, most of the guys up in that area who coyote hunt, they're, they're bow hunters too. So they're they're all dialed in on bow hunting now. And 
and I seen Kevin said nobody traps. Yeah, a lot of lot that's true. I think some there people do, but that. most of the people I know they're, they're snare. They do the snares now. And I got a couple of people around here. I, I don't know how to snare. Um, I tried it a couple of times, but evidently I'm no good at it. But uh, my neighbor over here, who a uh, great neighbor, he does. He's getting pretty good at it. So he's going to try and take me out this year and show me his trick. We're going to do some, set some snares on my place and his place. So mm-hmm. we'll be covering roughly 5,000 acres between the two of us. So maybe wow. one else. We really well, want to get, get some... him. Go ahead. That's, that's, oh, no, that, I was done. <laughs> I was just going to say, well, if you got 5,000 acres, you guys should get some fur then. Hopefully, I wonder I what so. the direction is for that. I don't know. I mean, if it's, I'm not too concerned about the price of it. I like to shoot them and I like to get them out of, the, out of there. Men, men like to trap <laughs> beaver. <laughs> Travis. <laughs> Travis, you need a stand up comedy show, man. We're gonna... <laughs> I think we're going to have to have him on as a guest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. X rated version, I guess. But... Oh, my goodness. So we have to put a warning up there. So, well, you know, um, so we got antelope and pheasant coming up. We both, uh, you've got some plans up there. This weekend, yeah. I don't have a lot of plans. Um, going to be out a little bit, but uh, I got my North Dakota Farm Bureau County Annual Meeting. So I'll, I'll be pretty busy on Saturday mm-hmm. with that. Uh, Sunday, maybe we'll try to sneak out there and do a little hunting as well. And then Danelle will be here with the boys on Friday. So there'll be a little bit of action around here, but uh, I'm probably not going to put nothing on the ground tomorrow or this week and be my guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I'm not I'm not going to be carrying a gun, but I'm going to be carrying a camera and, and interviewing. Like I told Clay and I talked earlier, I'm going to try and do a, a uh, you know, kick a little bit of a live stream off there after morning hunt there and, kind of give everybody an update of how it went i mean we'll see how the service is in my dad's place it's it's sketchy and but i mean we'll see if i can do it i'm going to do it if not either way i'm i'm going to do a bunch of recording and we'll we'll get a video edited out for everybody and should be fun and talk to my buddy wyatt he's a big bird man no that's (laughs) i can carry a pistol how's that I'm not shooting birds, though. I mean, I want to, but somebody's got to do the video. Someone's got to do the video, don't they? Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, as promised, we got the uh, Prairie Dog uh, video put together. Like I said, we we didn't – we even showed you some of the misses. Um, We didn't – couldn't show you everything. Uh, But uh, we wanted to keep it kind of short, and we did. And uh, I don't know. I thought it turned out to be okay. Um, Yeah. Well, you guys um, missed on purpose to look human. That's all. That must have been it. Learned <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things. It'd been a long time since I went out there shooting in the in the wind like that, but it was good. I really encourage people: don't pick the perfect days. I mean, do that too, but get out there in them crappy days and go shoot, mm-hmm. and you will, you'll you'll be very humbled, and then you'll learn. I mean, by the end of the day, there we were actually hitting more because we finally figured it out that oh yeah, <laughs> we got to do a little something different here. And, right, uh, and we had a lot of fun. It yeah, was a lot it, of fun. We, it was fun. I mean, yeah, it could have been hammer time and shooting and get barrels getting hot and switching guns out. But you know what? Oh. I mean, we and we would the low times that weren't super exciting. The rattlesnakes made sure they kicked out of <laughs> they, course. They made sure they pumped <laughs> yeah. our adrenaline up, yeah. didn't they? <laughs> yeah, God dang things. I'll tell you what. Oh, so um, I don't know. I was. What, you, what do you want to go into next? We got a couple things we can do. Well, I'll just say we, in a comment, Lynette doesn't like trapping, and I'm not a trapper myself, and I wouldn't do it. But you know, it's trapping though is a very, very uh, it's a, a necessary tool. You can actually can get right way now, more than that than shooting them. So, yep, yeah, it's just like going on a dog town. You can shoot, you can shoot, and shoot, and you'll never control them. It's the same way with uh, with hunting predators, and I'm a predator hunter, but I can tell you right now, all the hunting I've done. 
and all the the coyotes and, and fox that we've taken out wasn't even a dent in the population and right now mm-hmm. there is a ton of coyotes around here um yeah. trapping is a very useful tool especially to people that have uh, livestock i mean it's one of the most uh, effective ways to control those populations not just for livestock yeah. either but for the wildlife well we'd had raccoons that would get into everything out of dad's and and once the live traps didn't work anymore, I guess we had to go back to the old school traps. Yep. We got we don't have a raccoon problem anymore. So that's right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Trav, I hate to tell you, Molly Crew are a bunch of leftists, so they're probably anti gunners <laughs> too. So, Jason, if you're still watching, I think you can talk about a little Chevy Love that we used to yeah, run around. I had one. Holy I had cow! One. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they were, they're kind of indestructible and fun, but yeah, yeah, they're gutless, but they're <laughs> they're, they're fun gut- to drive. That's probably why you can't wrap the motor up high enough to blow anything up. So if he's on here, he can correct me. But if I remember right, they pulled that motor out of that Chevy Love back in high school, and they shoehorned a three hundred two Ford in there. <laughs> yeah, people did do that. For oh sure. my goodness! Then you had some, but yeah. So all right, let's let's we're gonna you know we're gonna move into a little little. Uh, second amendment gun stuff here yeah so once you lead us in with that clay what we're going to talk about all right here. well i'm going to try something new let's see if this will work everybody i tried it earlier so i'm going to try it again uh basically this comes from the uh the blaze and this happened out in new york so uh there is it coming there we go we got up there don't we there it is kind of small but yeah yeah, yeah so um, i'll just i guess i'll just put it up here like this uh basically there was a guy out there they were doing a gun buyback program in new york go figure using tax dollars to, to waste money they're good at that so he had a 3d printer and what he did with his 3d printer is is uh he went and printed out <laughs> this is great 110 <laughs> basically lowers or parts or basically anything that they were considering a gun i don't even think they were functional no they weren't uh that, that was what was great. He just, he went and he did it. And uh, what was it? Uh, it's a 3D printer. He paid like $200 for his printer he got for Christmas. He's 27 years old or something like that. Yeah. Went there, he drove six hours to the Utica Police Department to trade in the firearms. Gets up there and uh, they said, how many firearms do you have? He goes, I got 110. He said, then he sat there and negotiated all day with the staff and the attorney general's office. Finally, it ended with a guy and a lady from the budget office that came around with 42 gift cards, <laughs> counted them out in front of this gentleman, and they totaled $21,000. They were $500 gift cards. <laughs> so, Unreal. So then I'm reading the rest of this article, and here's where I really found it interesting uh, in the rest in, in this article was the North or the New York Attorney General, she was bragging about all the firearms it takes off the streets and what they were doing with it. And she, she makes a comment that since 2013, I think I have this up here. Do I? Maybe I got the wrong. Oh, I got the wrong one. Sorry, you guys. Since 2013, they hosted gun buyback events throughout New York State and have successfully collected 53 firearms or 5,300 fire. <laughs> 5,300 oh. 5, firearms. Okay, I was going to say what. So I was doing a rough estimate on that. So from 2013 to to present day 2022, 5,300 firearms. That's 588 guns. At $500 each, they spent and wasted $294,000 of taxpayer-funded buybacks. Isn't that a great use of your money? And it accomplished nothing. And that's what this guy said. 
uh, when they were interviewing him from WKTV out there in New York. I just, I love it. He goes, he called himself Kim. He says, Kim Lampoon buyback events for not reducing firearm incidents. Gun buybacks are a fantastic way of showing, number one, that your policies don't work. And number two, <laughs> your currently perverse demand uh, is causing people to show up at these events and they don't actually do any kind of crime reduction whatsoever. I thought that was great. I'm glad he said it. I'm glad he did it. Um, uh, supposedly the New York Attorney General now is going to put in... A, certain procedures to stop a greedy gentleman as she put it from ever doing it again but yeah. i mean the, the kid did exactly what i've said over the years that should go find the pieces of junk guns that you got or parts and go and get some money and then go buy a new gun yeah <laughs> so i hope that well, guy goes and buys a 50 bmg barrett yeah you should right <laughs> get himself an a82 i think they're bound in new fun. york actually probably i think they are new york california you know, yeah, I mean, commie states. Maybe not Massachusetts yet. I, I, I don't even know anymore. They got so much of that crap. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Oh, he greedy. He's just going by your rules. You made the rules up. That's right. He yeah. just he followed their rules and he went out there and got her done. And uh, mm -hmm. I thought it was great. I thought it was funny. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, anyway. yeah. I love it when somebody. I mean, somebody does that. It's awesome. Yeah. He he took their he took their uh, policies to their word. Now they don't like it. Imagine that. Yeah. Yeah, so should we? You want to hit on this Canadian? Another feeble thing that somebody's trying to do. Yeah, go. Johnson? You go ahead and take lead on that one. Yeah, so a uh, little tyrant up there, Trudeau. He's got a, a gun ban and and uh, and a gun confiscation in the works. He's reclassified all this stuff and, and pistols as assault weapons, and they want him to turn them <laughs> in. But uh, Alberta, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan, you know, right right north of us here in North Dakota. I mean, they pretty much told them, not happening, buddy. We're not participating in that crap. Mm -hmm. And I think they got three or four lawsuits going going against him. I don't know how that's going to work in Canada, but right. Um, I mean, it's good to see it's good to see our, our friends north of the border here putting their foot in the ground. You know, because I mean, in my mind, I always thought, you know, if there ever was a secession of states, I think the middle part of Canada would want to be part of a any new country we formed, but yeah. oh god, he's getting crazy. He's talking about splitting up the union. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Canada's had some horrible gun laws for a long time, mm -hmm. and to see that the people up there, hey, they've learned that they don't work too. What they were trying to do, and then when Trudeau come out and said he was going to basically take everybody's guns, you know what? Those Canadians are quote nice supposedly but uh their uh their rebellious side started showing up well trav you got the bc north of you out there so it's yeah those canadians <laughs> but but the ones i mentioned i think we're gonna we, we welcome them on our team yeah i think those guys would probably be yeah they'd, yeah they'd be right there with us I see a lot of them guys got coal oil gun stickers on their rigs and they're they're they're, they're just like us pretty much but yeah yeah than that yeah they're paying people to print guns aren't yeah. they yeah well, not yeah, anymore. They, they closed down. Hey, they closed down their gun buyback loophole. That's what we can call it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the the, uh, the gun buyback loophole. Yeah, I like that one. So it's, we're, we're on guns here a little bit. I, I, I noticed another article, too. The Supreme Court refused to hear two bump stock cases. So if you got one buried somewhere, you you know assume you have one. They're still illegal. I don't think that's I don't think that's going away, guys. I, you know. No, it's um, what, one the only thing way Trump I ever see that. Good, but... The only way I ever see that going away is if uh, 
if you get a, a president in there, such as a DeSantis or a Trump or, or, or people like that minded, I think Trump probably realizes he did the wrong thing. You know, he was yeah. pretty new in office and he was trying to appease what was going on. I'm pretty sure that the whole thing, you got to do something, even if it's the wrong thing. And he well, just, he got sucked into it. And I think, honestly, I think if, when Trump gets back in there in 2024, I would imagine there's going to be, uh, good night, Travis. I, I imagine what there's going to be is there's going to be an actual executive order that gets rid of that. Cause he did that under a, a directive. I mean, that mm-hmm. went, wasn't mm-hmm. even an executive order. It's just a regulatory thing that went through the ATF. And I have a feeling that if Trump or DeSantis would happen to get in there, you're going to see a deep, deep house cleaning of not just the mm-hmm. ATF, but every alphabet agency out there. Yeah. And it should be. You're right, Big R. They can keep Toronto just like, you know, they Minneapolis can keep Fargo, too. I couldn't care less about that place. And I hated that place when I was a kid. I didn't know why, but when I went there, it was the liberals just made my skin crawl. So, right. Randy, uh, you're right. They, on the what's the Chevron deference? And I think what's going to happen there is uh, Chevron, you're going to see another case come. What's that? Isn't a Chevron part of a scope? Or that's what it pickup truck chevron got the old chevron 1500 i don't know what the chevron deference is randy's got that in the comments here i thought clay might know what it is well i've heard of it's it's what here anyway i think what you're going to see happening in that particular uh issue with the bump stock you're going to see that actually come back in a, in a different form mm-hmm. uh, i know what it's going to be gun owners of america is basically the one that's pushing this. Um, I'm glad somebody is. Just you got you can't stop. You can't just give up on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's what you're going to see. Because there's several cases out there. I don't know if anyone knows this. It ain't just that the few that have been rejected. And I'm guessing they're. My guess is what they're looking for is they're looking for more of a solid case that they can actually make a precedent on. So that that would be mine, and that, that's my deal or my analysis of it i the only problem i see there's just so many people i think of las vegas with those and i mean even people who probably don't have a problem with bump stocks are like god if that, <laughs> that happens i'm just saying i i would i would make them legal and but that's me but I don't. yeah know i mean it's... i think they should it's a piece of plastic i mean let's face mm-hmm. it that's what it is and i can do it with my mm-hmm. really i can do it with my belt loop so we're, we're kind of getting treading on some assault yeah. weapon stuff here. Why don't you play a little something here from you got from Coleon Noir's thing about our wonderful vice president here. Let's touch <laughs> yeah. on that a little bit from Clayton. Okay, we'll see if we can make this baby work. Yeah, you can make it work, baby. Make it rain. All right, here comes heels high, guys. <laughs> we have got to renew the assault weapons ban. Let's just always think about the fact that almost everything that can be used has a design purpose. What is the design purpose of an assault weapon? Okay, here you go. To kill a lot of human beings quickly. That's its design. That has no place in the streets of a civil society. Yeah. Uh-huh. You want to go first, Clay? <laughs> I can. <laughs> So go for it. I'll let you right, rip her apart. All right. If you've been, if any of you guys have been watching me and Clay here, listen to us when we were filling on the radio show, designed to kill a lot of people very quickly. Um, pump shotgun was made for that during World War One. So let's get rid of that because that thing was designed to, to kill 
mm-hmm. a lot of humans quickly. <laughs> okay, um, bolt action rifles. They what they made they didn't invent those for hunting. They made them so you could chamber around quick and fire it, fire another one right away. Lever actions. They brought the thing to Abraham Lincoln on the White House, you know, the fairground or whatever they call it there, the courtyard to shoot it, and and then the rebels called it the gun you load on Sunday and shoot all day. They made it to kill a lot of humans quickly. Not for hunting. That's a lever action. I guarantee you hold up a lever action for her. She'd be like, oh, yeah, it's an old Western gun. That's not an assault rifle. The hell it's not. Crossbows. Clayton. Oh. We're bringing crossbows up, Yeah, that's a hunting weapon, isn't it? Or a hunting tool. It's a tool. That wasn't designed to kill people. No, that wasn't used at all. You know, the Han Dynasty in China used it. uh, It was a big weapon of war and give them a heck of of an advantage. Uh, In China, the crossbow was one of the... This comes right here. This is the history of crossbows. China, the crossbow was one of the primary military weapons. Military weapons. (gasps) From the Warring States period until the end of the Han Dynasty when armies finally composed up to 30 to 50% of crossbowmen and we're not it, that was not unheard of i mean think about that we're talking <laughs> that, that's what 17th century <laughs> i might pass out in pure joy if somebody uh, ever brought that up to her or, or, or joe or anybody if they if they bring up their stupid weapons of war thing tomahawks oh, for weapons of war axes are what the longbow nice. for god's sake the recurved bow was a weapon of war wow and, my goodness that's been used that's and they loved it when century. they could put it, they could knock another one and, and let that baby fly as fast as they could. Absolutely. But some nobody ever questions them about their about their ridiculousness because Kamala no. Harris doesn't know anything about a gun. She probably never shot one. She sees one and gets scared. I see a gun, I want to go grab it because I think it's awesome. I like she doesn't know nothing about them. I don't the know if she, even if she did it would change her mind, but I shouldn't even say the only gun she probably seen as well. That's how she got to office. Uh, she was on her knees. Yeah, what about that car? What kind of car did that guy use? Lynette said this 18 year old just run down and he was calling his mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so right the purpose... now. Go on, go ahead. Well, I say, okay. I just, well, they use this term assault weapon all the time and weapons of war. And, and you and me, and I mean, we're kind of preaching to the choir here, but we all know that that's not the case. This is, this is a narrative they've been pushing when they can't win, as I've always said, when they can't win legislatively, they try to go regulatorily. And this is only about basically controlling us. Uh, so, they keep saying that you need F-15s, which, by the way, Joe, we ain't had F-15s in a long time. <laughs> Speaking uh, of but... Joe, he just said <laughs> last week that F- AR-15s are made to defend people. His uh, own words. Just that was his own words. <laughs> They're made no to defend words. people and defend Americans. I think and Kamala said it's made to kill people. So are, are they made to kill as many people? Guess what? If I got to defend me and my family and my friends, you know what I want? I don't want I don't want a musket, but guess what? Those were made to kill people too. That was a weapon of Those war. Those were weapons of war. I want an AR-15. And when my AR-15, so when I built my AR-15, my intent, she said everything's an intent. There's an intention intent for when you build something, right? I didn't build that as an intention to kill people. That, that's not what my intent was. Nope. My intent was to build an accurate rifle that if I went hunting with was great and to target shoot with and have fun with. And if it came down to when I had to defend my family and defend myself, like Joe said it was made to do, that's what mm-hmm. I did it for. I that's didn't right. build it and go, yeah, I'm going to kill a bunch of damn people with this thing. 
Hey, Kamala, that's the kind of people on your side that think of doing that with those kind of guns. People like me well, and Clay and people who watch our program, they don't think that way. As we've been saying, how many times have I said it? If if we were the evil people that the left and people like Kamala Harris always mm -hmm. claim that we are, that we're these violent, horrible people that we're just out there mm -hmm. shooting people and can't wait. You know what, Kamala and everybody else? You guys wouldn't be here if we were them kind of people because we'd be, we would take care of it. And then we wouldn't deal with you. But see, we're not that way. We we basically we have a moral base. We know that we are you know, law-abiding people. We don't just go around shooting people. We enjoy exercising our Second Amendment rights. Love nothing it. more, nothing less. Yes, I'm damned if I'm ever going to hand anything over to anybody mm -hmm. that violates my rights. And I can tell you this. I will shoot freedom seeds as far and fast as I can if anyone comes <laughs> to try and infringe on my rights. Right on, right on. I love it, man. Hey, Austin, better late than never, buddy. Appreciate yeah. you joining in. <laughs> you we're just getting started, Austin. You, yeah, haven't, you yeah. haven't missed much. Yeah. So I, we're on, now so I have to put this out here though, right now, because we had a we had a viewer send us something and we'll we we'll put this up here and it's oh, what the founders right. intended, remember? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. That's right. This is good. Here it is. He says, own a musket for home defense, since that's what the founding fathers intended. Four ruffians break into my house. What the devil? As I grab my powdered wig and Kentucky rifle, blow a golf ball-sized hole through the first man. He's dead on the spot. Draw my pistol on the second man. Misses him entirely because it's a smooth bore and nails the neighbor's dog. I have to resort now to the cannon mounted on the top of the stairs loaded with grape shot. Tally-ho, lads. The grape shot... It shreds two men in the blast. The sound of the extra shrapnel sets off the car alarms. Fix bayonet and charge the last terrified rapscallion. Bleeds out waiting for the police to arrive since triangular bayonet wounds are impossible to stitch up, which I have on them bayonets. <laughs> Just as the founding fathers intended. Amen. I yeah. love that one. Uh, Bill, you sent that to us. If you're listening, that was great when you sent that. That was awesome. Us. Right on. That the must money be what, right just like the founders intended, right? Yeah. Hey, Austin, you're welcome, buddy. Put oh, them yeah. things on the window with pride, baby. Love it. We're working you know, on your can koozie too, yet? So, being we're talking about that kind of stuff quickly, uh, guys, those of you that ordered the uh, the leather can koozies, uh, supplies have been ordered. They're being made. Of course, them are all handmade, really. I mean, he does the laser en engraving or the laser uh, cut into the leather, but all that stitching is done by hand. So, uh, Will, I, I know that you listen to the show. You usually catch it later, so we appreciate all the work you're doing on that. So Absolutely. When we nice get them done, with. that's when we'll get you the information on how to send payment because we want to take payment until, until we actually yep. have the product in hand. Yep. Also, guys, uh, I don't know if you can see that. Look at there. We got some brand Beautiful. new can koozies. Um, now, these aren't ready yet, guys, but we'll show them to you. We're, we're working on this. This is just mm -hmm. some prototypes we've been doing. They're sweet. Yeah, they're sweet. Yeah, they're pretty they're neat. neat. These have the new and the lo lo older logos on. And then the back of them, and then my wife did the one with the, the little hunting gnomes, and she found another yeah. one with hunting gnomes. They're, they're pretty uh, cool, actually. My, my, as soon as my youngest daughter saw that one, she snapped it up, and then I was I was actually showing some of those to the to the gals at the front desk at some dental offices <laughs> I go into, and they're like, I like the gnomes. That's cool. So, yeah, I think and that's going to be. And I can tell be... you that at some point, I do you can see this, guys. There we go. There's my oh, yeah. uh, guns in a 701 Ooh, sweatshirt. That's pretty right there. Um, I'm taking one to Jamie tomorrow because we had to have something for the man parade coming up next yep. Monday. 
Yeah, but yeah, yeah. We will be having merchandise. I know there's been several people bugging me and Jamie for it, and yep. uh, we appreciate that. We truly do. Give us some time. Uh, we just ordered a new heat press so that we can start pressing mm. them ourselves and, and make them. It, it'll be more of a production that way, and uh, we can get that stuff out to you. We can, Basically, we'll be able to bring it to you cheaper than if we went and just went to somebody and had it made. Yeah, so, yeah. That's and where Clay's, we're at. You, yeah, you saw the craftsmanship. Clay and his wife, do they do awesome work. And, I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it does look really nice. They do you know, great I, work. They're, they're, I do they're it in all my, uh, do it in my oh, free yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget the large americans don't worry we're, we're thinking hey, of you 340 pounders 330 this is double bubba i'm wearing by golly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well big r is a lot bigger than you clay so we're gonna have to go well they make three x <laughs> he's a big old offensive tackle i don't play some college football he's a large man so we'll but take yeah. care of him uh, yeah but yeah well yeah. we got that coming and like I said, like I had, uh, I had, I have all that free time in between campaigning and running farm mm-hmm. bureau stuff, and yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> running the place. Yeah. So <laughs> you're a show. <laughs> we were on air 15s. Right? I know I was going to hit on this last week, and mm-hmm. I never got to. Just kind of tie something together with Kamala's weapons of war and, and the guns <laughs> we were using. You know. So uh, we were down shooting prairie dogs, and I had one of my AR carbines. And I started doing it, and then the trigger wouldn't reset. It would periodically reset, and it wouldn't. And I was ejecting rounds, and I just put it to the side. And then, you know, I kind of thought the, what the problem was and didn't really deal with it. And I just got my other gun out and got back way back to Bismarck. I told Axe, I said, I'll bet you any money a primer blew out of one of my reloads because the primer pockets were getting getting hogged out. And, and sure enough, I got back home and tipped. As soon as I opened it, saw a primer, shook it around, tipped it out worked perfect so if you ever get a something on your trigger there on your ar that doesn't work yep. and that that could be yeah. the problem because it but ironically went to work the next day and my boss and all and his son and a bunch of other family members are up duck hunting and he said his son's semi-automatic mossberg did the same thing the trigger it would go back and he said it wouldn't it wouldn't function right so he took it home and knocked the trigger out and he couldn't looking at it couldn't figure out what was wrong and he kind of tilted at an angle and a, and a little freaking kernel of wheat fell out of there and that was stuck in this trigger group and that was causing the same problem as a blowing primer in my ar so wow if you ever got that problem you know something might not be broken it might be as simple as something down your in your trigger group just there, so there. Yeah. just a little bit of information for somebody so um another quick thing is, is guys i'm going to put a plug in for ourselves uh tomorrow we're joining todd mitchell um uh on his new show uh what mitchell morning in mitchell the, in the mitchell. morning Mitchell, Mitchell in the morning, morning. KFYR, 5.50 a.m., and I believe that's at 8.15 in the morning central time, right? Yep. And yep. Uh, he's, he's going to have us on there to talk about the show for a segment, and uh, I think that's the, the lead-in because uh, we're now on iHeart. Actually, we're, we're broadcasting now to uh, – well, it's not broadcasting live, but it uploads podcast. to podcast, what, about dude. five, six podcasting Yeah, uh, Spotify – it's not on apple too it's not on apple but it's spotify and we'll get a picture of it and clay can put it up next week but i mean you know if you can't get it on spotify we're on iheart guns in the 701 yeah we had a little trouble right away doing it but but our our, our it man uh, t man he got us, oh, he got yeah. us straightened out so we're gonna see if after the show if, if me and clay can get it get it uploaded so <laughs> we're gonna try but, it anyway yeah yeah so if you're missing the show and you know we're gonna be on iheart and i listen to the i listen to it not just because i like hearing my own voice but i just want to see what it sounded like and it worked great on iheart so i'm sure I'm the hell out sure of that, that uh, 
you and myself, we're probably our, our worst. <laughs> we're probably the hardest critics on ourselves. But I can tell you this. Yes, I went and listened to the shows too. And that's why we're getting better, I think. Um, yeah. Because I, I see things we do and go, oh, <laughs> we got to definitely change that. Yeah. But uh, we appreciate all that stuff. Well, that thanks. We, we appreciate that too. And um, yeah, iHeart's coming up, uh, Spotify, and I don't know what the other ones were. So www.gunsand701.com. Hopefully when we're, we're finished building that, um, you'll be able to just go there and find everything you need. Well, hopefully we'll have all yeah. the links there yeah, that's and you can just follow them. That's the plan. We, I put some hunting pictures up there. Not all of them are from recent times, but I mean, and then, like I said, with antelope season coming up and bird season, like all well, Clay said earlier, actually send us some pictures in. We'll get them up there. We'll, yeah. we'll get them on there, on there and we'll put them on our Facebook page and, you know, yep. I think it's I think it's awesome. You, well, I don't have to be hunting if you're out shooting targets. You know, we'll do that too. You want to pose with your rifle? We love that kind of thing. So, and if that's we get to about. a point, I'm hoping at some point here, if you guys are out having some fun like we do, I mean, I know that's mm-hmm. not just us out mm-hmm. on a range having some fun, coming up with some cool stuff. Send it to us. We'll air it. Yeah, um, for sure. We, we'll put it on the site, or we can air it here in a little clip. We're, we're limited to right now with how big a clips we can do, but yeah, it's a. Uh, we're, we're, you know what? This is a two-way street. We enjoy uh, the interaction with the guys listening. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you, Lynette. Appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, Kevin. I hope that assault hammer ain't black, or you're just gonna have to turn that in. Yep. Then it's really <laughs> bad if it's. Yeah, yeah. Just. And I got an east it, wing too. I got an my AR hammer. hammer. Yeah. It's an. I, I got the. I got the big. I got the AR10 hammer because mine's a big framing hammer. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You got you got the worst one there, buddy. There's no doubt. I don't know about if I can that. swing that thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, we got. So there was this other story I told Clay about. I mean, man, we're really we're really kind of going on the AR thing here tonight. We so are. We, we're, I'm just happens. gonna we're gonna keep going with that. It's from uh, this is a story from Guns.com. This this man and his wife ordered this. It's like a big military storage box thing. Um, I don't know how many AR was this thing. Well, one, two, three, four, five, six, three, six, six. Well, ARs, M4s, M16s. So they ordered a box thinking it was, you know, this is a sweet storage box. It's waterproof, whatever. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> they get it delivered. They get it delivered to their place down in Texas, and it turns out this thing's full of of uh, select fire <laughs> M16. So they got the <laughs> bonus plan. Of course, they called. Uh, that would have been they awesome. call the ATF right away, and boy, they were they were over their lickety split just right on the spot, you know, not not like you know, just like they do when you order suppressor, they're just they're all over trying to help out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So yeah, and then uh, well, you get the you get the Houston police captain and former marine here. It's unbelievable to think weapons are that great. Military grade weapons would be shipped in containers, would be shipped across state lines. What does that have to do with it shipped across state lines? What does that have to do with price of rice in China? If somebody have access to it, it's pretty shocking. And <laughs> bottom of the story, which I get a kick out of this one, it says, cue up the Jesus. I've seen what you've done for others, and I want that for me, memes. <laughs> <laughs> I do want that for me. That would oh, be awesome. I would, oh, man. If I would have bought a storage container with that in it, hmm, yeah, I think you know what I'd do with it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Turn it right back over, right, Clay? Yeah, you bet. Uh, so before, bet. yeah, we got, we're got we running low. And we got a few other things we want to hit on, but I'm just going to got to get this in real well, quick. Um, District 35, 
Uh, my buddy Sean Cleary, he's a Republican running here. There you go. Yeah, the, this, that's his opponent there on the left. And, yep. and the other two are running against other Republicans. That, How long is that? His, what's his face? Uh, what takes his name? Uh, um, uh, he's been there for Potsy. How long has he been there? Oh, Potsy's been running for every political office in the state yeah. for decades. He was senator here, and I don't know the last time he was, but the guy's a complete phony. There you go, right there, too. District 35's Biden clones, and that's a fact. Every day they, they're acting like they're not, especially Morrison and Potter. They're acting like they're middle of the road. And <laughs> they're not. I mean, that's just an old trick, but... Sean Cleary, the District 35 Republican, he, he's 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 uh, debating Potsy right now on Dakota Community Access. I'll put the link up on my Facebook. We'll page, be able to get some clips of that for next week. Yeah, yeah, and Sean's A-rated by the NRA. And Potsy, you know, Mr. acts like he's Mr. Freedom and Liberty. He's got a D right there. He's orange and black, sounding like he's a hunter or something. I don't know what he's trying to do with that. Um, yeah, he, he, he's, he's a D by the NRA. I'll, I'll give him credit. Mm-hmm. He actually filled out the questionnaire, which Kelly Armstrong's opponent didn't do this, um, Christiansen or whatever, who debated last night against Rick Becker. She didn't fill it out. <laughs> Guess what? I couldn't find anything second amendment on any of her social media pages on her website. So Clay and I talked about this. You do that. We think you're hiding something. You just, we're just going to assume you're right along with the Democrat platform, the national platform, which is gun grab, gun ban, jump through as many loopholes as you can and act like you still support the Second Amendment when actually you're a Second Amendment prohibitionist. So that's what she is. I'll, I'll promise you that. So is Karamond. Well, in my opinion, if I find a politician or candidate, it's a very easy question. I'm, I'm a candidate for the North Dakota Sioux County Commission, mm-hmm. and I've been asked a couple times. What's your stance on the Second Amendment? Well, obviously, they didn't know me. <laughs> but as it, it's really clear, it's 27 words. We have the right to keep and bear arms. It shall not be infringed. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, if a federal agency or a federal agent comes into the county, the sheriff's duty is a sworn officer, and he's supposed to uphold and protect the citizens within that county, should arrest those federal agents if they infringe upon any, con- any constitutional right. I'm mm-hmm. very pro-Second Amendment. Uh, I have no, I'm, I mean, I am, well, you know me, I don't believe in a lot of these restrictions. I don't believe in a lot of things going on. That's mm-hmm. why I fought so hard for constitutional carry. But if a candidate can't just even simply say, I support the second amendment to its full intent of the 27 words, it, as they are clearly written, then, then I don't believe them. If, if they go, well, I'm for the second amendment, but no, like Kamala no, did not. Like, like, like Kamala, Kamala did in your clip. She's not there for the second amendment. She'd she'd yeah. she'd ban every gun if she could get away with it. She she'd do it. She'd except for people protecting gun. her and yep. You know, you know it's like uh, right now in the Senate race, Becker, um, and I like Rick. Yes, Rick is uh, is a, a friend and he's a great. Uh, well, he's a great rep and he's. I think he'll be a great senator. Yep. Hoven didn't even show up for the debate the other night, and someone asked if we'd watched it. Unfortunately, that I could not. Uh, watch it. I'm going to try to download it and watch it this mm-hmm. evening. But I can tell you right now, I know where Rick stands on everything. Hoven didn't show up. Hoven's not doing anything. He must be a little scared with all the ads he's running. And uh, I don't know if you saw the new ad that came out. Some pack come out with one. They spent a hundred thousand dollars in the state of North Dakota and just hammered Hoven on all of his positions. Okay. And you know, Rick well, is a Second Amendment, and I'm not going to say that John has. John's been pretty john's been good on the second amendment uh, as far as that that particular issue 
but Rick is outstanding. So I look at it like this. I can got two candidates that are second amendment pro gun, but one of them is basically a rhino and votes for anything and everything has ties with China doing bad things. The other one is a normal guy who is a conservative and not just a conservative. He's a constitutional conservative and he's got a voting record to prove it. That's my guy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I'm, 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 you know, I don't hate John Hoven. No, um, I'll take him over any Democrat that's running against him. But, <laughs> oh but, man, we need somebody that's far more aggressive in there. And Rick Berg's or Rick Berg, Rick Be- Rick Berg's not Rick Becker. Uh, no, yeah, and Rick, I can Be- tell you Rick guys, Becker's a guy I'm backing. But uh, I run into this all the time. They go, well, you know, if you if you don't if you vote for him, say Rick, any of these guys that are running as independents, you're splitting our vote, and then the Democrat gets in. What's the difference? I'm done. I am so done voting for rhinos and soft guys on our, I mean, we have a platform. The platform's actually real well in the GOP. I mean, I sit on our district 31 committee. I know exactly what that platform says. Follow the platform. You won't have a problem. If you don't follow the platform, then you're not a true constitutional conservative. And that mm-hmm. is where the GOP is supposed mm-hmm. to be rooted in. So to me, this is not even a, this isn't even a hard choice. I'm going to vote for the constitutional conservative. And I am done voting for guys that aren't because that's how we got here. I I love how my old pastor put it. He goes, well, when my dad was alive and you're talking here in the Roosevelt era, he goes, he said the Democrats were running towards socialism as fast as they could. He says the Republicans are just at a slow trot behind them. Boy, think about that. Now fast forward 90 years and boom, here we are. Yeah. I mean, most of them are a few good ones, but I mean, as a whole, it's, I mean, there are so we're getting towards the end here. Let's uh, once you run up our 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 uh, first and newest sponsor here again, Clay. Let's yeah. put a few words in there and maybe hit a happy ending story here. All right, right so, on, right there. That's uh, that that that's the mugs Clayton and I are, are drinking out of here. You know, I don't know what Clay's cool, got man. in his. I'm not telling you what's in mine, but it, uh, <laughs> Laurado, our buddy Axel Hondo. He's he's part owner of Lauerado. Like I said before, Lauerado. If you want to go somewhere where you know it's going to be Second Amendment patriots, right there, your money's not going to be going to some gun grabber. That's your place to go, right there. You're going to be treated honestly. I've had I've had Axe fix a lot of my stuff. Um, he's awesome out of him and the boys down there. Like hunting season's coming up, get your hunting rig in there. Make sure that baby's in, in top tip top working order, so you don't get stranded somewhere. There's no cell service and you're cussing everything out and. 30-point buck goes running away two miles from you. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Laurado, we appreciate you being our, our first our first sponsor, and hopefully right there, hope there's a number, 258-6308-309 South Washington Street, Bismarck. And we'll have some better. We're, the plan yeah. is tomorrow when I'm in town, we're going to try to take a little video, make a little uh, advertisement yep. for them. Yep. And uh, we got there's a couple other guys that are talking about coming on, and we, we really appreciate that. So I guess it shows the show is growing. Uh, happy, happy to have everybody's support, and you know, we enjoy doing this. It's just, it's a lot of fun, honestly. Yeah, yeah. and and I'll tell you guys this: if if you enjoy this show, I mean, we we got to support our own. So if you got, you need something fixed on your vehicle, you got to support the companies and the businesses that are going to support shows like this. Absolutely. I mean, some things might be inconvenient for you a little bit. I understand that, but otherwise, you're cutting your own throat. Yeah, I mean, Laurado, you you know. That the, Clay and I aren't going to have anybody who's not 100% pro Second Amendment right. patriot on here. 
and Lauer Auto is that they're, they are that they are that auto repair company. So support Absolutely. those kind of companies and 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 you're helping us, you're helping yourself, and you're helping North Dakota out for the better in the long run. So I tell you um, what, Clay, we'll like, uh, 1760 Sports, uh, David Fetting, he's the same way. Just uh, he's very much a, a pro Second Amendment as an FFL dealer and a Patriot. You got Brandon down at Mandan Sporting Goods, and I know Brandon has talked about uh, talking with us, and we're, we'll see what happens there. But I know that Brandon's a very, very uh, a true, true blue Patriot uh, to the Second Amendment. So those mm-hmm. are just some local businesses. But there is one thing we need to hit before we go here. And yeah. I think Stephanie's the one that contacted you. So yeah. I'm going to put that up. Um, this is the Dakota Patriot Rally. You probably know a little more about it than I do because you talked to her, didn't you? I, I we texted briefly because oh. of our our friendship from from uh, right. friends of the NRA. NRA. But yeah, she she was asking, you know, kind of filling me in on this. But uh, oh, it's... well, here's the flyer. It's uh, what November third, uh, Dakota Patriot Rally. Uh, looks like the special guest uh, who's going to, I'm guessing, going to be speaking is retired U.S. Mm-hmm. Army Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Daniel Gade. Uh, he's a Purple Heart re- uh, recipient. Doors open at 5 p.m. Central Time at the NDSF Center in Minot, North Dakota. They're advertising as a patriotic event filled with games, prizes, hearty meal, live auction, entertainment. And tickets are available at dakotapatriotrally.com. Again, dakotapatriotrally.com. And, and I did she tell you what the money's for? What the yeah, she said for? the she said the money's going to be going towards helping get conservative candidates elected. So not people like Rick Becker. I don't know if Rick's going to be a recipient of any of the funds. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to think he is, but it's this is uh, there's going to be another one in South Dakota too. I thought she said, but okay. but this one's a minor. Yeah, it's it's pretty much raising money to help conservatives get elected instead of soft Republicans or or straight up rhinos. So absolutely um, no. Let's. Uh, before we go here, I'm gonna hit hit up the the happy ending story of the week, Clay. <laughs> All right, go for so it. So this one this one's coming to us from um, from Atlanta, Georgia. We got out oh, Bibby County, Bibby County, Georgia. But the story was out of out of Atlanta, probably the Urinal Constitution or whatever they call their paper. <laughs> yeah. the, like Rush used to call it. A 67 year old yep. woman. Um, she was out out in her yard. Here comes this naked, deranged 25 year old guy. Takes her off her, I guess, riding lawnmower. Knocks her off. Starts beating up on her, doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Her 66-year-old husband saw what's going on. He comes out, tries to pull this guy off. This guy turns around and starts beating the heck out of the husband. But then he, for whatever reason, stops, goes back over to the woman, starts beating her up. So the husband, you know, he's got a little time here. He runs into the house, gets his firearm, shot this guy in the chest and killed him. The woman was taken to a nearby hospital, stable condition, you know, let out, nothing. She was fine. The husband had minor wounds. He was treated at the scene. And guess what? No charges against him. The reason that's a happy ending story, the scumbag's dead, and the, and the two good, 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 decent Americans are still alive thanks to their firearm. Absolutely. That is that is our happy ending, and we'd Love like it. to do that at every show. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And I want to bring up one more thing now. You bet. Jamie and I are going to, we're a couple minutes over here, but uh, we have the man march coming up. And uh, I didn't get this flyer till here just a little bit ago, but uh, I'll definitely try to post it up on our Facebook. So Mandan, North Dakota, October 10th. That's next Monday, guys. Man march for men in the eyes of God. Trent Lusa organized this, and that all started in a conversation <laughs> with Todd Mitchell on the show. So 3 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, they're meeting at, Dyke Shroon, is that how you pronounce that? Dyke Shroon. 
Dice Shorn Park. Ah, in in Mandan, North Dakota. 4 p.m. The march in Mandan uh, starts, and then uh, 5 to 6:30, they'll they're gonna. I guess the march stands or it ends at the Church of Saint Joseph's, and then there's a kind of a meal and fellowship. Uh, it says join us for a day of prayer, speakers, faith, fellowship, and a meal of burgers and beer. How about that? It don't get more oh, manlier than that. Oh man. Maybe Marty. You know, Marty's going to be there. Maybe he can bring us in some coon or some beaver. I want that beaver hat, man. We're going to run that beaver theme with our, with our big thing on the shorts. I'm going to wear that beaver hat uh, next week. So we got featured speakers coming up uh, at this. is going to be Father Joe Waltz, Chief Philip Whitman, Jr., Kevin Jenkins. And, guys, I know Kevin is a great speaker. I've been to a few events where he spoke, so he's a, he's a great guy. Marty Beard and, of course, Trent Luce. Uh, they encourage families to attend. There's a free will uh, donation that'll be be taken. Again, that's the man march. If any of you guys, maybe we can, you know what? Maybe we can get this up on our website. We'll talk to T and see yeah. if we can't get that up there. Yeah. But anybody's interested in going, we welcome everybody to to join us. We're going to be there with our banner and oh, probably yeah. displaying guns in the 701 and supporting being men. And that's what this is about. And not like they're thinking. There's nothing this wrong is, with it. We are at a point where we have very, very mentally ill people confused mm-hmm. about what gender they are. Are you kidding me? And uh, yeah. that's what started and sparked this whole thing. So, guys, being a man's toxic, toxic masculinity to them, and it's yep. it's not. So, one thing here, address quick in the comments, Clay. One shot cap. Didn't some law enforcement take away guns from gunners in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina? Yeah, they did. Yes. Thanks to Mayor Ray Nagin, who was convicted. The guy's a freaking criminal. Uh, yep. The NRA actually sued the city of and New won. Orleans, got their guns back and won. You know, for those of you, the NRA doesn't do nothing. Yeah, they did. I was, they got uh, these people I was working back. for NRA when that happened. And yep. NRA, that was their top priority. I remember we was out there then in December, uh, you know, after mm-hmm. that had happened. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, even at our summer meeting that year, and that was one of their top priorities because they didn't want that precedent set. I mean, there was a lot of things going on. Of course, a lot of NRA members down there. And they oh, yeah. stepped New up Orleans to the plate, and Louisiana. they made it their top priority to make sure that the rights were not going to be ignored. And they won that case, and uh, they were able to return those uh, guns, as many as they could, to those people. Mm-hmm. So, yes, All right. absolutely. All right. Well, once again, again guys, um, Man tomorrow, March. Yep, oh, Man say, March, oh, Monday, October Clay 28th. And I, October 28th, it? also, we got the Friends of NRA oh, coming up. Hey, we're doing October a live 28th. on that. Aren't yes, we, we are. Try to do a live there. That's the plan. We're gonna probably set awesome. out there in the hallway, you know, before you go into the banquet, and we'll do a little live. If you interview me, tell, you can come in and let me a play interview you. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe. we'll try to have a few things. Get yourself one of them sweet decals, just like that behind me. Absolutely, right but we want to we want to interview people and put them on with us, and yeah. just uh, probably you know I want to ask why you're there, yeah. and uh, you know. Just any general questions. If you want to get on there and say, hey, mom, dad, whatever. But yeah. We'll have you on. Yeah, that's And awesome. if you're caring. My mom's going to be there. So. Show us you're caring. We, we support the Second Amendment. We're not afraid 100%. of that. 100%. Probably display it. Encourage it. So, it. I encourage it. If we can get that rolling and get that set up, that is the plan is to set up and do a live from there October yeah. 28th. And the uh, yeah. doors open at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. It's at the old Seven Seas. It's called the Baymont, guys. But everybody knows it's the Seven Seas. But yeah. it's uh, – up there in um, uh, Red what, Red Trail Drive or something. So yeah, yeah. older, yeah, older, yeah. So yeah, older. don't forget tomorrow, um, eight fifteen to about eight thirty, maybe KFYR five fifty a.m. Clay and I are going to be on with Mitchell in the morning talking about the show here. Um, 
I don't know if you're going to hear anything new. We're just going to kind of <laughs> promote the show, I guess, a little bit and tell Todd what it's all about and the listeners. But you guys tune in. We appreciate that. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we're going to call tonight. Hey, 7.06, well, 8.06 uh, Central. So we did pretty good. We're trying to keep these at yeah. an hour. I uh, encourage you guys to check out the website, www.gunsin701.com. Please and go to the YouTube channel and like, subscribe, share. Subscribe is a big thing, guys. Uh, when we when we actually hit 1,000 subscribers, which we're close, really, for as little time as we've been on the air. Yeah, we're that close. So share with your friends. Encourage them to do it because uh, that opens up a whole lot of things that, that, we, yeah. that we can do on there then finally. on We the can maybe start making a little money. And, and I say a little. Bringing a better show. what but... we need. Yeah, we're just going to give it like me and Clay are going to be like, oh, we got yeah. it now. It ain't like but, I'm going to be retiring again. Anyway, yeah, so. yeah. Well, And don't forget. Don't forget, we're going to iHeartRadio, Spotify, and, and other podcasts. We're going to be on there now. So if you don't catch it, tell your friends who can't watch the show live. If they can't watch watch the replay there on YouTube, whatever, we're on, you know, listen to the podcast, rolling down the road or something, heading down I-94, wherever you're going. Yeah, and check out the videos at YouTube. Uh, we got them all posted yeah, there. And, we have more uh, coming this weekend. Yep, and we're going to start getting uh, getting those. We're going to start to get those uploaded onto yeah. our uh, website yeah. as well. Hey, Braden Mitchell, I got to give you a, a shout out. That is one of my son's friends, and the kid <laughs> is a great kid. Uh, so we got we got them of all ages here, guys, uh, listening and tuning in. And uh, I tell you what, he's come out. I've I've let him do some shooting out here. Just a great kid. He helps out. So Braden, awesome. I'm glad to have you have you listening. So. Awesome. I'll all tell right, you what, guys. Brian Brian Warner, if my dad gets another one. We'll do. We'll make him do a complete backflip not just a nice slow 180 back <laughs> perfect all right well, we'll sign off guys all right thank yeah. you everybody we'll see you next week 701 again six o'clock p.m mountain standard time seven o'clock p.m central standard time we appreciate everything check out www.gunsandthe701 keep your powder dry till next week